Adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Florin. The song is sung. Part 5. Gingerly, Nikolai touched the body. Cold. At least an hour old. Masik would be able to give them a more definite time of death. He'd been dragged out of bed by the call. Another body. Same area as the others. Same markings. This made five officially, though judging from the reports Nikolai had at home, there were way more than that. Hey, citizens can't be back here! Someone yelled, marching up to the two officers. Nikolai glanced at the young man. He was in a suit, his hair neatly combed, as though he'd just come on duty. This wasn't one of their normal homicide men, and Nikolai doubted he was in the gang squad, unless they'd gotten someone new. He couldn't really blame the officer for his mistake. He was dressed in jeans, a soft cotton shirt. His badge sat neatly on his hip while his gun was in the back holster, clearly visible. And you are? I said, the officer barked, no civvies behind the police line, now beat it! The officer clearly didn't know who he spoke to, or he didn't care. Nikolai would bet it was a mix. I do not see anyone who does not belong, other than yourself and your partner. Now you can either identify yourself, or you will be escorted behind the line. He could feel Sachi gearing up to do just that. At least she was dressed a bit closer to what a detective should be wearing. You do no such thing! The guy waved another officer over. Arrest these two. I'll speak to them after I examine the body. The woman who came over was a deep elf. She'd begin her stars soon, making her a detective within the year. She glanced at the two newcomers, then her boss. Is there a problem, detective? Yes, there is. I said, I heard you, sir. I was speaking to my commanding officer, not you. Her eyes drifted back to Nikolai. Is there a problem, boss? The fool spun, glaring at the smaller deep elf. Nikolai noted absently he was another elven. They seemed to be getting more and more of the snobby race on the force. Nikolai would bet this was all part of the ploy to drive the other races out. The elven were drawn to any position which gave them power over others. Being on the force would give them just that sort of power. I'm the superior officer here, and I want these to- Before he could finish, Masik arrived, pushing him out of the way. The Riki was dressed in white. Why anyone wore white working with bodies alive or dead was beyond him. Another? So sad, sad, sad. He shook his head. Agreed. What can you tell us? He glanced at the open-mouthed fool. Zenka, will you remove this man from my crime scene? Until he is going to announce who he is and what department he works in, I want him removed. How dare you! This is my crime scene, and now— His words died as the Riki kicked him, hard in the shin. Masik wasn't known for putting up with anyone and their foolishness. Out, out, out! You're in the way! My crime scene, my body, leave! Out, out, out! The Eleven, at least, was wise enough to step back. He reached for Nikolai. You're coming with. Touch him, Sachi began, and I'll arrest you for assaulting an officer. If you weren't so busy being a belligerent fool, you'd have noticed the badge on his hip. Before you find yourself in jail for the night, might I suggest you take a good look at that? She damped her finger at the spot as Nikolai lowered himself to bend over the wiki. For a long moment, the Elven only stared. A hand closed over his shoulder as Zinka prepared to move him. You can't arrest me. You will find we can. Sergeant Sachi, take him back to the office. Let him cool his heels in a holding cell until I'm done here. Nikolai said without glancing up. You bet, Detective Douglas. She winked as she and the depot dragged the man away. Nikolai only smirked as he prepared himself for the worst. Whoever those two were, they were about to learn the very sad truth. 
They had stepped on the next in line to the head of the homicide department. Death Zeus had already made up his list of who he felt would be a good replacement for him, and Nikolai's name was on the top of that very short list. So what do we have? Several hours later, Nikolai entered the office. Masik hadn't been able to add anything of note. It was much like the others. The victim was for sure Haki Lao, and he'd been part of the mob for a number of years. This time, there were no witnesses, but they might get something off the camera from a gas station. Nikolai had spoke to the attendant who called it in. I know what a gunshot sounds like. I called it in as soon as I heard it. When was that? Nikolai pressed. He'd been right, the body had been at least an hour old. Uh, let me check my cell. I wasn't really paying attention at the time. Sorry. At least the clerk was honest. If Masik was right about when the murder took place, the attendant had called in as soon as the shot was fired. So why were his people out here an hour later? Did you watch the scene? The man nodded. I asked one of my co-workers to go out there and keep people away. You guys took your sweet time. So it would seem. He glanced at the lights. And your co-worker? As soon as the first car showed up, he came back in and clocked out. The shift was over half an hour before you guys arrived. I can give you his number. Nikolai agreed, calling the young clerk to verify the story. Thank you. Would you be willing to come to the station tomorrow and give us your full statement? Once more, I thank you. Ask for Detective Douglas. I look forward to meeting you. He hung up, then nodded at the cameras. Did anyone come in before the shooting? The attendant considered as though running the mite back in his head. Come in? No. But we did have a few people pay at the pump. Uh, two cars. One green and the other blue, I think. Could have been gray. A truck. Red. Uh, oh, and we had a scooter. The motorized sort. Last time someone came in the store was about two hours before, maybe. Could have been closer to three. Did you notice anyone just standing around? Maybe waiting? Honestly, sir, I don't look outside often. When I see headlights, sure, but otherwise... He lifted a shoulder. Nikolai nodded. Most people didn't really pay that much attention to their surroundings, unlike himself. He might not stand staring out his window, but he knew when someone walked past his house. He might not know their age, but he could tell their race and their sex with just a glance through the curtains. Maybe it came from years of living in the frozen north, or maybe it was just part of his race. But no matter what the reason, he knew more about what was happening around him than others. How often do you work? The clerk sighed. Nearly every night. I'm only supposed to work five days a week, but someone's always calling off and I need the money. You're not going to tell my boss, are you? As far as I know, working more than you agreed is not against the law. If your employer is upset by the number of days and hours you put in, that is on him. I'm only interested in seeing justice done. Right. The clerk visibly relaxed. Of course. Nikolai nodded at the counter. May I? I would like to get an idea of the angle. The man nodded. At least this young Elven wasn't stuck up and snobbish. Either he didn't care about his birthright, or he hadn't been born into a family who believed they were entitled to the world. It helped he didn't live in the Elven-controlled part of the city. Maybe Nikolai would learn where the boy did live. If it seemed relevant to the case. Sure, he moved out of the way. Nikolai walked behind the counter. He couldn't make out the lot well, but clear enough. He watched as the car pulled in, heard the slight ding which told him that someone was paying with a card at the pump. Glancing out the window, he spotted a red sports car. His eyes traveled further. He could make out the activity, 
clearly seeing where the body was, but from where the shot came from, he couldn't make out. He moved closer to the window. Before he reached it, he lost sight of the body as well. Where do you normally stand? By the register when I'm back there. And why might you not be? The young man smiled. I stock the shelves at night, clean the pot machine, mop floors, stuff like that. I'm not always behind the counter. It made logical sense. Where were you when the shots were heard? Behind the counter, stocking the smokes. He nodded at the box, which was still on the shelf behind the register. Alan was mopping the floor. Nikolai turned to face the box. He couldn't see anything of the crime scene now. He stepped out from behind the counter and moved to the spot the clerk pointed at. For a long moment, Nikolai didn't move. He was feeling the area. It was calm. A sort of peace hung over the shop. No, the elven beside him wasn't involved. He took his place and held his hands as though mopping. He glanced at the door, watching the windows he could see. Again, he couldn't make out the crime scene from here. Thank you. One more question. Have you ever noticed a man, tiefling, standing at the same spot on the nights you work? The clerk thought, his eyes lifting to the ceiling. Maybe? Sometimes this guy comes in and gets a candy bar. He's a tiefling. Gets a quick bar. Pays in cash. Always the exact amount. Sometimes when the weather's bad, he comes in and hangs out. Nice guy. Wait, please tell me he's not the- He's not dead, is he? I can't really say. I like the footage of the night. Right, I'll call my boss so it can be released. He hurried to the work phone. Another question came to Nikolai. Why didn't you call the police from that phone? The clerk looked at the phone in his hand. Other than the fact that my phone was sort of out because I was using it as a calculator? I really don't like the work phone. He pulled away from his ear. There was a sound Nikolai could just barely make out. It's always got some kind of feedback. He moved the phone closer to his mouth. Hey, boss! What? Speak up! The phone is acting up again! The Alabama's sharp ear could make out the feedback, as though someone had bugged the phone badly. As the young man half shouted to his boss, trying to make his desires known, Nikolai went through the small store. It was neat, clean, and mostly stocked. He could tell where there was still work to be done. For long, the kid was off the phone and back on the cell. He wondered about this. Why the phone hadn't been replaced when it clearly was having trouble? Okay, he's going to release the video. He'll be in shortly, so like an hour or so to get them for you. Anything else? Two more questions. Did the tiefling ever make a call from that phone? The clerk thought about it for a long time, then nodded. Once, a long time ago. Good. Was he in tonight? Nah, I haven't seen him in a couple days. If he sticks to his sort of pattern, he'll be in tomorrow. You'll let me know if he comes in. Then he pulled out an evidence bag. I'll need that phone, just in case. The clerk nodded, gladly unplugging it and allowing the officer to remove it. It wasn't until the tapes had been released Nikolai left the scene of the crime. Masik had left a while before with the body. Sachi returned to collect her boss. He's being closed-mouthed, refusing to speak until he has a lawyer present. Smart man. Did you call a lawyer for him? Yep. The internal lawyer. He should be there by now. As tired as Nikolai felt, he was almost looking forward to this meeting. If nothing else, it should prove enlightening, or at least comical. The drive back to the station was uneventful. The two entered the building side by side. Nikolai headed up to the homicide floor, where he dropped off some of the evidence, as well as making sure that Deathus knew that they were back, before collecting a file, then heading down to the basement level and the interrogation rooms. He peeked in one... Seeing it empty, the next, he saw a lawyer he knew, Sidi Akroff from an Eleven. 
As soon as he was sure neither were looking at the door, he flipped the file open and entered the room. Now see here, I've been, the Elven began. Nikolai didn't even look up as he took a seat at the table. He'd heard more than enough criminals try and use the same line before. They didn't do nothing wrong. They were kept waiting for no reason. Hello, Peter. How are you tonight? I demand, the Elven began again. You can demand all you like. Nikolai snapped the folder clothes. However, it does not change the fact that you refuse to tell a superior officer who you were or why you were there. Peter, I would also like to note that no one was called out to the scene for a good hour after the call had been made. As this is not the first time, I will be investigating the reason for this action. The lawyer, named Peter Aleroen, nodded, swallowing hard. Of course. He glanced at his client. Why didn't you tell him who you were? <laughs> to a civvy? Why the hell is he even here? Matthew. The lawyer looked pained. This is Detective Nikolai Douglas, one of the top brass in homicide. Yeah, right. Look, Peter, you and I go way back. The little one rolled his eyes. Not as far back as Nikolai and I do. He nodded the officer in question. He worked gang before homicide. He watched Nikolai for a long moment, who was leaning back, in full control of the situation. Let me make this clear, Matthew. I don't care what the commissioner says, if this man wants you out the force, you'll be gone. He has more pull, more friends, and more power than the commissioner does, or ever will. If you want my advice, come clean, and maybe you'll hold on to your badge. This was news to Nikolai. He hadn't realized he had that sort of power. You have to be joking. No one outranks. It's not about rank, but pull. Peter Rose, you're on your own, Matthew. You screwed up. I.A. will be investigating. Night, Nikolai. Sorry to waste your time. The Aliban smirked. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. It should prove rather enlightening. Why were you at my crime scene, Mr. Matthew? That's Detective Volta. Volta? You work in theft, not homicide. So what were you doing at my crime scene? The Elven at least had the decency to pale. We were told there was a car theft in the area. That falls into, Nikolai nodded. If there was, it was not reported to us. And as murder outranks theft, you need to get permission from the lead detective, me, to enter the scene. You did not ask, nor were you granted access. I can have you arrested for this. Perhaps I should. It might remind you there are protocols to follow, and the reason for them. As you did not, it is possible you were there to cover up evidence. He rose, knocking on the door. Two lower-rank officers stepped in. Mr. Volta is under arrest. Please place your badge and gun on the table. We will need to confirm you are, of course, who you say you are. You understand. Matthew's mouth dropped, but he did as he was told. You're going to regret this. I doubt it. I seem to recall a number of reports sent to my department which involved real theft along with a body. The body was not the result of homicide, yet you sent them up to us, wasting our time. I can only assume you did this to clear out your own files, or, more likely, to backlog us, so you could move in and commit a few murders of your own. No one would notice, after all. We are too busy chasing our tails dealing with cases you should have closed a while ago. Too bad for you. We tend to put those in a pile and ignore them until there's no murders, and in a city this size, that never happens. Get him out of here. The two officers seemed rather pleased to haul the Elven out of the room. Nikolai waited until they were gone before taking a seat once more. Peter, 
Of course, the Yalaban noticed he hadn't gone far. You could be in deep shit for this. I doubt it. He handed Fi over. You will notice who signed off on every one of those to be sent up to us? He read each page carefully, looking up at the end. Did you know that was Volta before you walked in here? No, I've never seen him in my life. I can't even be sure he is who he claims to be. That said, I do find it interesting he showed up at a real homicide, claiming to be there about a car robbery. Might I suggest you start your investigation with those? He nodded the file Peter held. I would bet Mr. Volta is duty and on the take. You could be right. You sure dispatch didn't alert you for an hour after the report? Nikolai rose. Very. I spoke to the clerk who placed the call. His cell phone gave the time. I know you can pull the records from dispatch. Peter sighed. And I will. If they waited an hour to send out the call... There are two reasons to do so. One, they do not care because the victim was not Elven, in which case they can be charged with negligence. Or they are in on the crime and wish to see the killer get away. That would change the crime to aiding a felony. Which do you think? Aiding and abetting along with negligence? Damn it, Nikolai! Is every person on the force a corrupt bastard? No, but finding those who are not is becoming much harder. He glanced at the mirror. Few within the force could speak Lidorn. He knew Peter could. Switching to the less used tongue allowed him to tell the lawyer in private what he felt he needed to know. I believe the commissioner and the mayor are working in tandem to destroy the city and claim it as the Elven once more. Be careful. I do not wish harm to come to you. I will be, the lawyer promised before leaving the room. Nikolai waited a beat, then he too left, with his file in hand. There was still a few hours left in the night. He might be able to grab at least a few hours of rest, if not proper sleep. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Welcome to Flowing. Join us next time for The Song is Sung, Part 6. Written, directed, and produced by Carve Panther. Follow me on social media at Minds, Tumblr, and Discord. Links below. Welcome to Florin is licensed under Creative Commons Attribute Non-Commercial Share Alike License 4.0 International.